Well, folks, it's Jerry Adams here. I'm a day late. So, Kahimera go row Nolag Untak Agumsa. I was when my salt go more and more as our La Lehela. I was Kahimera Fasta go my La Jas Augusta and you. La Fela Stefan Ata on. And over the uh, Christmas period, you take time off to think about absent friends, old friends. I think about my sister Frances, Klet's brother Seamus, who passed in the last short period, and others who were near and dear to us. And even though they might be like clicky, an awful long time dead, it seems, or we hurry, or Tish Holland, just... You still, at this time of the year, raise a glass in their memory. And I also took a moment to think about Leonard Peltier. Leonard Peltier is a Native American. Uh, he's been in prison since 1977. He was convicted in that year of the murder of two... Uh, FBI agents during a confrontation on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota in in 1975, if I recall properly. And two others who were charged with the murders were found not guilty by reason of self-defense. And Leonard all was denied involvement. And he's been in prison now for 45 years. And in the years since then, serious and significant questions have arisen over the evidence produced by the prosecution at the trial. A witness who recounted her account claimed she had been forced into making a statement by the FBI. A ballistics expert who linked Peltier's weapon to the murders was reprimanded by the federal court for lying. In July this year, James H. Reynolds, the former U.S. Attorney General, whose office handled the the prosecution and the appeal in the Leonard Peltier case. He has pleaded and appealed for Leonard's sentence to be commuted. And in a letter to President Joe Biden, he said, with time and the benefit of hindsight, I have realized that the prosecution and continued incarceration of Mr. Peltier was and is unjust. In October, Amnesty International issued an urgent action notice calling for clemency for Leonard Peltier. Amnesty pointed out that Leonard Peltier has been imprisoned in the U.S. for over 44 years, some of which was spent in solitary confinement, serving two life sentences for murder despite concerns over the fairness of his trial. He's always maintained his innocence. He's 75 years old and suffers from a number of chronic health ailments, including one that is potentially fatal. And then Amnesty went on to ask President Clayton to grant Leonard Peltier clemency on humanitarian grounds and as a matter of justice. The Human Rights Organisation has asked people to write to the President. Several weeks ago, I did just that. I wrote to President Biden urging him to release Leonard Peltier, 
on compassionate grounds. And I wrote, Leonard has been imprisoned for almost 45 years and served more time than the presumptive maximum federal sentence. He's always protested his innocence. I also quoted the view of James H. Reynolds and said, in August, former federal judge Kevin H. Sharp, who is currently Leonard Peltier's clemency lawyer, filed a new clemency petition with the Department of Justice. In October, U.S. Congress members Raul M. Java, Barbara Lee, Jesu Garcia, Corey Bush, Emmanuel Cleaver, H. Garrett Hoffman, Teresa Leger Fernandez, Rashida Tiab, Pramila Jayapal, Betty McCollum, and Milani Stansbury wrote a joint letter requesting expedited release of Leonard Peltier from the Coleman Federal Correctional Complex in Florida and requesting that he be granted clemency. There have been other calls from international figures, including the late Nelson Mandela, former Irish President Mary Robinson, and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who I'm sorry to hear just passed this morning on St Stephen's Day. So join us in compassion and clemency by writing to President Joe Biden, the White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, NW, Washington, D.C., 20500, USA, and urge the President to release this prisoner. I was saddened this morning when I heard about Desmond Tutu's death. He was a very brave champion for the rights of humanity, uh, a very brave champion of the campaign, the struggle against apartheid, a very good friend of Ireland and a supporter of our peace process. So, Gunyani Gia Trukra or Anam Ursul. Next year, perhaps, although I wouldn't hold my breath, the Irish government will bring about a citizens' assembly. And if uh, Antishak Michal Martin is in the way of making New Year's resolutions, I would suggest that he makes that one of his resolutions. And if you, if you take the normal health warnings that accompany opinion polls, there's little doubt that the last two opinion polls reaffirm the public interest in the potential for Irish unity and the need for dialogue about this. And it says a lot about the disaster that partition has been that in this year of its centenary, what a centenary year it has been, there are more people talking about the failures and needs for an all-island replacement than ever before. So instead of leaving it to the newspapers and the pollsters, whose questions can often negatively affect their responses, to ask people about new constitutional arrangements, 
And Taoiseach should ask these questions through uh, a, a citizens' assembly, a national citizens' assembly. All the all the issues that you know may puzzle or concern people: the place of a health service, the question of flags, emblems, anthems, the cost, the tax implications, the place of unionists, uh, their identity, their sense of themselves. All of that should be part of a considered conversation in which these questions and many more can be asked and expert testimony can be taken on what the solutions might be. This requires a time frame structured conversation led by the Irish government involving the setting up of a citizens' assembly representative of people across the island. The Irish government has established similar bodies three times in the past decade. A constitutional convention was held between 2012 and 2014, which included representation from the North. A Citizens' Assembly ran from 2016 and 2018, and a Citizens' Assembly on Gender Equality was established in July 2019. And the report of, of that was given to the Oireachtas in June of this year. It makes sense. A Citizens' Assembly makes sense. It pays the plan, it pays the plan for the future. So let's have an intelligent, calm conversation on issues as diverse as governmental structures, future governance arrangements, taxation, pensions, public services, and all island as we would like to see it, or at least I would like to see it, and Saint Fame would like to see, an all island public health service. Now, only the Messers and the Begrudgers are suggesting that there should be a vote on unity today or tomorrow. Sensible people want space and time to talk these things through. And, you know, had we, had we, had we not moved way back, there would not have been a Good Friday Agreement. There would not have been dialogue and negotiations. And it was the dialogue and the negotiations which changed everything. And it can do so again. So that's why Antishok's New Year resolution should be to set up a citizens' assembly. And if you move into the second uh, day of Christmas, let me say, I like Christmas. I like the Christmas story. Joseph and Mary and the wee donkey fleeing from the Roman occupation forces. The baby Jesus being born in a stable. I marvel about the impact of Jesus Christ in this human world, and I still believe in his teachings. I no longer have any confidence in the institutional Christian churches, but I do value the efforts of many priests and nuns to bring justice to a divided world. I like the simplicity of Christmas, Daddy and Mommy Christmas, the elves. I like Christmas carols, and my Christmas dinner. I dislike the stress that Christmas means for some people. I detest the commercialism and exploitive activities that accompany this festive time. My heart goes out to those less fortunate than me. And as I've said, like everyone else, I remember old pals and family members. And I raise a glass to their memory and another glass for my 
many blessings. So have as good and as peaceful a Christmas break as you can in these pandemic times. It's really, really important to stay safe, to embrace the pandemic regulations. And remember, this too will pass. Blainer fwi waisha, devsha, gulyar. And as we bid farewell, as we bid slan to 2021, let's go out with the weavers and so long. It's been good to know you. Slan, slan Tamil. I've sung this song and I'll sing it again Of the people I've met, the places I've been Some of the troubles that bothered my mind And a lot of good people that I've left behind Singing so long, it's been good to know you So long, it's been good to know you So long, it's been good to know you What a long time since I've been home And I gotta be drifting the sweetheart sat in the dark and they sparked They hugged and they kissed in that dusty old dark They sighed and they cried and they hugged and they kissed But instead of marriage they talked like this, honey So long, it's been good to know you So long, it's been good to know you So long, it's been good to know you What a long time since I've been home And I gotta be drifting along well, I went to your family, I asked them for you They all said, take her, oh, take her, please do She can't cook or sew, she won't scrub your floor So I put on my coat, tiptoed out the door Singing, so long, it's been good to know ya So long, it's been good to know ya So long, it's been good to know ya What a long time since I've been home And I gotta be drifting telephone rang and it jumped off the wall. That was the preacher, he was making his call. He says, kind friends, this may be the end. You've got your last chance at salvation of sin. Well, the church was jammed and the church, it was packed. The pews were so crowded from the front to the back that the preacher could not read a word of his text. So he folded his specs, took up the collection, said, so long, 